0: This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, guys. Awesome episode today. We talk about giving to charities, getting into the friend group, and what to order at Chipotle. Check it out. Enjoy. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stamp York Labs, where every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions, I say it every episode, I'm going to say it again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this podcast, thank you for telling a friend, thank you, and uh, listen, I'm just getting back from the live podcast in Boston And my nuts are chafing from all the feathers. I gotta say oh my god the amount of people that showed up it was uh, truly flattering and we had a good old time if you got you got to go listen to that episode it's a longer one uh, it had energy it had fun the audience was great we had weird moments we had good moments we had funny moments we had mad moments we had girls calling other girls trash for emailing in it was perfect I, I, I loved every set and the guests were great I want to thank uh, will Noonan and Trisha Ald and uh, Lamont Price who are all fantastic and funny and you should all go support them uh, especially if you're in the Boston area because your local comedy scene is great so you guys should and go support that club Laugh Boston for having us I mean they were nothing but nice And Laugh Boston's kind of been a part of my comedy life for a long time. They were the first, you know, they got me on stage a lot and they've been nice to me. And then it's kind of it's become a mutually beneficial relationship now that I can kind of bring a crowd in with the podcast, which is nice. We had our biggest audience we've ever had for a podcast. So, I mean, that was just crazy. Um and, I, I, and I, I start every episode by saying, you know, thank you. And then I turn the thank you around and I say, tell a friend. It was interesting. It's funny to meet the fans. You know, you're meeting the people that are there. And I had one girl who liked the show. Was She was like, I got this friend into it. And everyone wants to tell you who they got into the podcast, which I appreciate. I like it because I want to see, you know, how the family tree was built. Um, and then one girl, she was like, and you keep you're so you you know I, she was like she was kind of making fun of me which I appreciate she was like oh, enough already tell your friend enough already I, this guy sounds so desperate I'm not I'm yes I'm desperate I'm de- I'm desperate to do this job and to do this job you need people to get involved with what you put out and if people like your stuff that's one battle to win and if you're listening now that means you like it so I'm winning that battle. Okay, but the war is a big, long war, and it's going to last my entire lifetime. So I ask you to tell a friend because that's the next battle. Do you like it enough to be vulnerable and to say to someone, hey, I listen to this 32-year-old nobody give uh, advice, and it's funny and fun. And sometimes I get something out of it because he has different perspectives and guests on the show that can offer me different perspectives that maybe I never would have thought of before and you should listen to. That is another battle to be won and I appreciate it and I'm going to keep pushing you to do it because that's how I live on. That's how I keep the engines on the J-train running. You're putting the coal in, baby. So listen, thank you for telling a friend Keep doing that. You got to make it your Instagram. The best way to do it, the most inova- the most uninvasive way is to take a snapshot of your screen right now, post it as your Instagram story, your Snapchat story, and tag me. I will thank you to death. Um, but that live show, I just want to go back to it. Boston, thank you. Uh, Shelby, you weren't there, but you listened. What did you think? Good, good stuff, right? The
1: crowd's so into it.
0: So into it.
1: It's crazy.
0: The Ask Play email was the most interesting to me. She really
1: went out there with
0: it. she came this girl wrote in she wants she's looking for more of the dark arts but then you could see people in the crowd were like whoa 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 except for my dad's friend my one I knew three people at the show like from like my history my cousin came with some of his friends and his girlfriend and then my dad's like good buddy. Was there sitting right smack dab in the middle of the show, just laughing and clapping, but uh, you know, clapping and laughing to all the ass play stuff, and then we're, you know, and but you could sense people are you know, as you know, I'm one of the, I'm on the forefront of uh, ass play here. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Keep it going. So you could tell people, what do we do? How should we feel? And then one girl came out and she was like, this girl is fucking trash, (laughs) and I was like, whoa, and it's just interesting to see, and then other people defending the emailer, and then us getting into it, and then having fun with it, it was just like a good microcosm of this whole show,
1: um, in just one email. You can never really tell how somebody's attitude will be towards sex. Well, that's the thing, well, this is why this podcast, I think
0: people enjoy it, is because we're saying things that we wouldn't say maybe in a, in a dark closet by ourselves. Yeah. And we're trying to put them out there for you to giggle. And, and that's kind of the, the fear I have. And uh, I'll bring on my guest so he can interject. Um, I'm very excited. He's been here before. It's great to have him back. Uh, an OKP, original key player. Uh, Mike Racine, thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me. I mean, you understand, you, and all of you guys should go follow Mike. He's so funny. Um, at Mike Racine on Twitter, and then Racine.Mike on Instagram. And uh, you know, there's a. Di- have you done a live podcast before? Have you been a part of other people's? Um, I don't think so. See, with stand up, you go like people are like, "Oh, you must be so nervous to do stand up," and it's like, "No, we don't. I don't get nervous. We do it all the time. Yeah. We do it all the time." And also, you know what the instrument feels like. So you know it's set up, punch, laugh. Yeah. Set up punch laugh. And you can feel the audience respond to it in kind. Yeah. So with you know, whatever their laugh is, is the laugh. And then you try to get it, you know, some audiences you'll kill harder than others, but every audience gives its own bar. And then you play to that bar and then you make fun of that bar and you say, Oh, that one didn't do as well as the other one. You know what I mean? You're playing ping pong with whoever you're playing with. And with a with a live podcast.
2: You it, just got to jump.
0: You just have to jump. Yeah. It's just constantly jumping into things that you've never said before. You
2: can't edit out any rape jokes either. People, people heard I them. mean, we
0: had an hour of, of rape stuff. You got to put it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, But I'm saying, like, with the podcast, like, you get into an email. Like, well, we had the email about what would be the male equivalent. So men say, get my dick wet. Yeah. You know that term, that mm-hmm. phrase, "Getting my dick wet? Mm-hmm. It's like locker room talk. And so, um, like, we guys said, oh, I was just getting my dick wet. It's, you know, like, I've been having sex. Yeah. Uh, so a girl wrote in that she wanted,
2: and it's Can you a. Imagine if a guy said, I've been having sex. I've been having lots of sex. Yeah. I could hear that. <laughs> we were talking about there's a guy that we know who's like, you know, probably still in the closet and the way he talks about women is so funny because he was like me and this girl we slept together
0: yeah the, the 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 guys that you're like you that you're not sure the guys that are the so most funny. uncomfortable about their sexuality yeah. talk about sexuality as if it's like a third person
2: uh
3: uh-huh. you know like they,
0: yeah. they talk about it a lot yeah, yeah and then they'll talk about it weirdly yeah like words you'd never use i used to work with this guy and i was like convinced he was gay and he would he would and, and he was he would always say one time my buddy was uh, was explaining that he was with, uh, he's a non-Jew with a Jewish girl, and then the guy who I thought was gay was like, he's Jewish by ins- by insertion, and we're like, that's not how sex works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, um, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, that joke
2: wasn't how how it goes. Yeah, that same guy. Someone was talking to him, and a girl walked by, and the guy goes. He goes, "Ooh, I bet she has a nice pussy." <laughs> it's like nobody. <laughs> you just gross we- me out. It's like it's fine if you want to stay in the closet, but why do you have to drag me into yeah, this? Don't, lie, <laughs> yeah, don't. You know? Yeah, don't make me a part of it. Yeah.
0: Well, this girl wrote in. What is the like? She thought it'd be fun to hear us talk about. What's the equivalent of getting your dick wet for a girl? Like they. We're women. We want to be empowered. Getting engaged, I guess. Getting engaged. Is that it? (laughs) I said drench the towel. Hmm. Uh, But then I never thought of the clit, which should be a part of this
1: conversation. Hmm, Shelby, did you have any? I thought it was, you're getting your acorn wet. Getting your acorn wet. I like that one. That might be the best one. Like, hey, me and the gals are getting, going out, going to the J Train live show, hoping to get our... Fucking acorns. Hoping wet. to get her...
2: Yeah, we want to get her... Well, here's the thing. Getting your dick wet is like an accomplishment, you know? It's mm. hard to do. Sure. But to be a girl and get fucked, it's, you know, not as hard. So I don't think that's <laughs> you, a big... Like, you think the engagement is more the hard yeah, thing? Yeah, to get someone to, like, be in a relationship with you. That's the more difficult thing. the more thing. difficult
0: thing. Yeah. yeah. We, we can get a relationship.
2: Yeah. Easily. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think about all the fucking skanks over the years <laughs> <laughs> that wanted to... Um, yeah, and then also, like, I was thinking about this, like, I don't think guys have a, like, I don't think guys have a thing where you, you, you fuck someone you regret it. Well, yeah. I don't yeah, think I've they, ever regretted someone. I lost my virginity to a, a girl, um, with a glass eye. Really? And it, yeah, and it was still kind of hard to, to do. Why was it hard to do? You know, you got to talk to her. You got to yeah. make her laugh.
0: You, know, you can't just be like. <laughs> and those girls gonna... with glass eyes. I mean, my God, what personality could they have? Right. Yeah. I, 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 I do. I don't look back with regret. I also like I think we can shake off a sexual experience much easier than a, than a woman can. Like I could take yeah. a shower and be like. I, I'm a virgin again. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. they like that's my next move. Like yeah. it like I and also that's like the mechanics of it. Yeah. Like, you know, you're inside of someone else, it's outside mm-hmm. of us. It's different. I think that that plays into it, the physic the physicality
2: of it. Yeah, it's like the great uh, comedy god uh, Louis CK once said. Uh <laughs> he said when when guys fuck, they get to fuck women. Yeah. And when women fuck, they have to fuck men. Yeah. You know, so. the
0: great comedy god Louis CK. I saw him the other night. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just from afar. I was yeah. like, wow, he he lives. Mm-hmm. You know? Um he yeah, so, wonder, like, wonder what these guys are doing, like right now. Like what's what's Kevin Spacey up to right now? Um, I probably being can... a weirdo somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I the Kevin Spacey thing didn't
0: shock me. He hit on one of like a friend of a friend of mine. I've had my friends and I have been tossing around a spacey story for years. Mm. He once uh, came back to my friend's place in Nantucket and like Partied with them. Yeah. And was waking up everybody out of their beds and like telling them to go party and was like raging so hard that at some point someone was like, yo, spaceman, relax.
1: I got a space story. You do? No, it happened to like another person. In New York, he had a place and like at a party, he was telling people, like, if you want weed, there's a pound of weed in, in the my freezer. <laughs> you can dig through <laughs> dig through a 10 <laughs> feet of my shit yeah you can get in my freezer and there's like a big walk-in freezer in like the back in this big place like a pound of weed and he's like yeah just go back break off some which is a weird place to keep it I yeah. guess for the smell of
3: it. <laughs> i love
0: that everyone has a spacey story everyone's walking around with them and then like it comes out we're like surprise and everyone's like well come on you know, <laughs> you know it was so funny he was like yes
2: i am gay
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and everyone's like oh, oh the secret's out yeah, yeah you know um so listen so again the boston crowd thank you if you have any suggestions for getting your dick wet send that in to Podcast at gmail.com the female mm-hmm. version a um, couple announcements on the subject of live podcasts. the New York City live podcast from the Comedy Cellar. Um, so usually like a week before any show that I'm putting together or where I have to worry about tickets, I'll get like a email or a text being like, hey, can you put this out there? You have like one ticket sold and it's your mom. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's always a little tough. But then you have to go on social media and really, you know, pump it out. Yeah. Um, the the live J Train podcast. I I was just found out this past week is already over hundred and seventy reservations. Okay, where is it? Where is at it at the Comedy Cellars Village Underground? Beautiful. So we've done it there before. We've been around that one hundred and fifty number for like, but to get there, like we had like, you know, we'd have like one hundred and fifty reservations like the day of. Mm-hmm. This is three weeks before. And we're already at over 170 reservations. It just
2: makes me so happy to see members of the team doing well, you know?
0: Right? <laughs> what team? You know. Yeah,
2: the, the white men? The white
0: men <laughs> team. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's funny that this comedy, like, you know, in comedy right now, there's this whole thing of, like, the div- you know, we're trying to come together as one, but, like, you see all these white dudes just, like, giving, like, the, the white power fists to each yeah. other, just being like, you're doing it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well... Now that that racist moment is over, the, the uh, come. So, if you are out there in New York City and you plan on coming, but you're one of these people like, well, you know, I'm cool, Mr. Johnny Cool Cat. I'm going to make my reses, you know, day of. They might not be available, is what I'm saying. So, you got to go to comedyseller.com, make your reservations now. And if you have a Bumble Tinder profile, if you're on the corner
2: flipping a, qu- a quarter up and down, being like, I'll make my resis later. Yeah. You might miss them.
0: Yeah. You're going to yeah. miss them. You're going to miss because this is going to sell out. Which is crazy because that's a room that holds about 220. So, and they've never had a podcast get that big. Great. So, go to ComedySeller.com. Make your reservations. February 26th is a Monday night. Um, and we're going to really, these shows, if you go back and listen to the live one, what Shelby said is correct. Energy. Energy. These things get crazy. It's fun. People who don't listen before, they're brought into the fold. Don't worry about the people that never listen. I'll take care. Let Papa JT Bring them in the fold. I explain the show. I explain what's happening. They all have fun, and they become subscribers. Uh, the voicemail, 347-669-8252, 347-669-8252. 6, 6, 2, 2, 6, 6, 2, 2. I'm going to be in Aruba when you're listening to this. If you're listening to this right now, I'm in Aruba. Come out to a show. Uh, Side Splitters, Tampa, March 10th. And then I'm coming to Chicago. Zanies, uh, April 22nd. That's a Sunday night. And then the 23rd, I'm doing a live podcast. So the 22nd is going to be stand-up, 23rd is going to be a live podcast, then I'm at Zany St. Charles, the 26th to the 28th. So those are my dates. Mike Christine, you have a podcast, and it's brand new, and it's called The Sit-Down, and it comes out every Wednesday. Explain the premise of the show, because what I always say to people, I say, listen, you come to Papa JT, and then I serve you out. To people I give you a little taste of people so that you can go find their stuff and if they want to find your stuff go on laughable subscribe to you and they can see any appearance you've made here but also your show Called The Sit Down. It comes out every Wednesday. Explain it for the
2: listeners here. Yeah, it's about uh, organized crime. So every week we... <laughs> organized uh, crime. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the choice you've made. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's like loosely based around that. But every week we profile a different, you know, mobster or someone in that world and just talk about him. And You
0: know what's funny about these podcasts have turned into like, you know, you, you can really... We, we don't even need history class anymore. Yeah. You can just subscribe to the history podcast that you want. And you'll have some dude
2: explain to you organized crime. Well, I always liked history, but I think, like, in school, like, history teachers kind of did a shitty job of explaining stuff to you. Like, like the Civil War, you know, you learn about the battles and the dates and stuff like mm. that, but you don't... They don't... They're not, like, oh, yeah, we fought this war because they were... Sli-. I don't know. They don't, they, they don't get don't, into the, don't nitty- get in, the uncomfortable they, parts. They don't get into... Like... If I was a history teacher, I'd be like, why are we learning this? Why do we care about this? Why do we care about prohibition? Why do we care about yeah. crime? And why do we care about, you know not just memorizing facts laws. on a page. Yeah. And yeah. so what what's like given a B level exa- history when I was in tenth grade because it didn't work with my schedule. Yeah. So I took B level history with a bunch of like just a bunch of, you know.
0: <laughs>
2: not my the- school was near Trenton. So we okay. got a nice mix, okay. Is what I'm saying. But uh, one time, the teacher had these two people go up to the blackboard. This girl Rosie, Rosie Reyes, and somebody else. Okay. And the teacher turns her back, and Rosie writes "tasty" on the blackboard. Okay. And the teacher turns her. Back and she's like, "What are you doing?" And she erases "tasty." The teacher turns around again, and Rosie just points at her p- vagina. <laughs> That's
0: a ridiculous story. <laughs> so you're just sitting there in the back, just like, what the hell is going on? You know, yeah. it's gotten crazy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you learned some history that day about her vagina. Yeah. I, I mean, so, but what's like a episode that you think is like the best one for people to go listen to? Like, uh, you know, what crime figure
2: do you most see eye to eye with? We just did one with Dan Soder about mm-hmm. this uh, Denver mob family, the Small okay. Dones. So that was cool. And then um, we did one with Sean Donnelly on this guy, Greg Scarpa, who was, like, uh, a a captain in the Columbo family, but he was an informant as well. What about the Jewish mob? What about the, you know, how do you guys get into that? We'll get into that eventually. Yeah, a lot of these guys worked with, like, the Italian mob, and, like, a lot of them were just a lot more... They were like better at crime because they were they knew how to blend in a little better and the
0: Jews yeah <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> that's what I've been doing it for this guy years. shows
2: up with a four thousand dollar mink and a, you know like that scene uh <laughs> yeah, they don't do that stuff no
0: they, yeah. they they were good they were like okay I'm an accountant
2: that does dirty shit because Italians are like I got this money people got to know about it yeah you know and we'll like uh, buy gold and and Jews are like mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of those noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do the podcast. What do you guys spend your money on that you enjoy though? Like me, it, yeah. Or do you, you guys, A college you education just enjoy- for my kids. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's you just I- enjoy having it and making yeah. it. And, yeah, yeah,
0: just knowing, you know, having the 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 silent knowledge. Right. That I am better than you, right? That's, right, that, right, that's, right, that's right. the Jewish credo,
2: right? Right. And we're like, look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You wore it on your hand, and we, you know, our kids go to college. That's it, yeah. you know.
2: J Train podcast. Let's do some emails. I bought a red emails. leather jacket recently that I've worn like twice. Red leather. Yeah. Like a Eddie Murphy special. Like uh, like a darker, like a burgundy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How do you I've feel worn in like four it? Four times. Pretty good. Yeah. Can't you can't wear it everywhere because
0: oh rain and all, stuff you like that. Feel bad. Yeah. Let's do some all emails. Right. So go go find Mike's podcast, the sit down. Um, it's a great idea. I think, uh, you know, people want to know and, you know, you want the cool history teacher. Yeah. You want that teacher. that's so it's like, let me tell you about mob shit today. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, okay. You know, these are the, this is great. Yeah. This is American gangster. I got an email, uh, that's called Thawne. I'm a Penn state graduate. Sub J train. And Thawne is like the biggest philanthropy in the world. Loyal lady listener here. Re- reaching out to my fellow J train family to help my Thawne organization trilogy reach our goal for thon 2018 for those of you who don't know thon is the largest student-run philanthropy in the world raises money towards the fight against pediatric cancer i know it well i've been out in the streets canning um i was uh i would go with my fraternity we go canning you said that. You early. take a can a coffee can oh, okay and you go to cars and you say hey i'm raising money for kids with cancer and we'd have these at penn state you'd have these canning weekends do people
2: believe you yeah, I guess. yeah, you, because kid, yeah. it's such
0: a big event. Thon is so big. Okay. Um, and and what you would do is they to get you to go canning, your fraternity would match up with sorority, and mm-hmm. then like some fraternity, somebody in the fraternity or someone in the sorority's parents. Yeah, let me ask which, you this: They let you skim a little off the top. No, there's no skimming. Someone got caught for that shit. Oh yeah. And they got in huge trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but you go to these families' houses for the weekend, so like you'd end up at these like middle of Pennsylvania houses mm-hmm. where like, it feels like Mayberry mm-hmm. and they'd have you over and they would get you all fucked up and feed you all this food. And the parents would be excited that you're there. And in the morning you wake up at like 6am and you go out with those coffee cans all hung over yeah. and try and get money to, for kids with cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did this. The grand total of our yearly e- year long efforts are announced at the end of the 46 hour long dance marathon, the weekend of February 16th to the 18th. Oh, so this is coming up next week. With only a couple days left, THON 2018, my organization would love, you could either spread the word or donate yourself online. THON dot, dot, do, what is the fuck, is this, so you go to THON dot D-O-N-O-R
2: drive dot org. Let me ask you this, kids with cancer, that's kind of like the go-to charity, right? when someone thinks about wh- who they want to give to
0: i mean that i would assume that's Usually the one Saint that Jude's, that's right? that's, an e- that's an easy that's an easy give yeah. right yeah. you're helping any amount would help us so go and you credit their organization so go to thon.donordrive.org or drive.org and credit trilogy cuz they're fans of the podcast any amount will help us told my whole group t- uh, to get on board with the j train so get ready to be queuing the ladies listener music Love it. She sent a picture. They're all cute and fun, and that's great. The the, the problem with Thawne, and, and that's a sentence that never mm-hmm. ends well,
3: mm-hmm.
0: is that when I went to Penn State, I, to me, any amount of support for a philanthropy is a nice thing, and I don't judge the amount other people do. Some Thawne people, when they get involved with it, It's as if, you know, they would make you look like you were the worst person alive just for just going canning. And I'd be like, this is, I've done what I've done. Yeah. You know, and and then they're subtly ignoring the fact that there's a resume item that they're building for their own good. So this ain't totally selfless. Mm -hmm. Let's get real here. I think I'm more selfless by getting drunk and going canning and doing something I can't put on my resume. Yeah. So, but then these Thawne people, they get on a little bit of a high horse. They're they, you know, and I always try to, and I always make fun of them for it and they get super fucking offended. Good. Well, who cares? They need to be mocked. <laughs> they need to be mocked. Yeah. Just, and, and that's the thing. They, they, then they hold up the shield of kids with cancer, which I'm, I'm against. Yeah, I yeah. want to kill cancer. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. I just did. Look, comics every Come human Home, being, yeah. You know, where we raise millions of dollars on comics for free. I did mm-hmm. that show for free. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to say like, how could you, you can make fun of anything. Yeah. You can get on a high horse about anything. Yeah. You can think your shit don't stink and give money to kids with cancer. Yeah, yeah,
2: So what I'm saying to the Thon people is, you guys are assholes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're good too. assholes, is There's, what I'm saying. Yeah.
2: There's so many comics in this business, too, who, like, they, they grandstand or they write these long, you know, posts or whatever about yeah. some kind of cause. And it's like, but everything, if you're in this business, everything you're doing is to, like, boost yourself. Yeah. Yes. So don't pretend that it's not.
0: Also, if you make a fart joke that people laugh at, and, and you're, you're doing, doing people, you're world. doing
2: more good for the world.
3: Yeah.
0: Whether it's smart or stupid or whatever it is, mm-hmm. if I'm on stage lifting one ass cheek from the other and yeah. making a fart noise yeah. and people are laughing making at, it,
2: retard jokes. You're welcome. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And
0: if you're on stage, we're probably
2: bringing more joy to more people. Than, absolutely.
0: You know, I was. I once did a show at Gotham. And I'll never forget it because the guy on stage is a guy that I know and you know and he's very funny. Yeah. But he does—he did this long-winded bit and he's like, and racism is bad. And, and, wow, thank and, you. Yeah, and, this is what I paid And the $15 kids dollars with cancer for. need to be cured yeah. and, and we need the pay gap. There needs to get rid of the pay gap and women need to make more than men. Yeah. And then, He's in the middle of this long speech, and, and another comic comes up to me and goes, classic, no laugh, big applause bit. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, no one laughed, and everyone just was like... Because they have to. They have to. Yeah. And then I'm up there, spreading an ass cheek,
2: doing farts. Mm-hmm. Doing the Lord's work. The Lord's work. Yeah. So all I'm saying, These late people, night shows, too, I mean, that's, you know... I watched is, a late so night exhausting. set that made me want to puke. Yeah.
0: Like it, it, Because... The thing is and it's and it Thon's the perfect example. Yeah. To me. Because listen, I'm there for you. I'm for the cause. I just gave out mm-hmm. their, you know, thon.don or they should get a better website. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> this is the thing. You give to kids with cancer and you can I have a shitty shop. website cuz now I sound like Scrooge McDuck. Right. Because I'm like your website you, the, that doesn't work. It should, you yeah. should have Yeah, yeah. Thon.org. It should just be that. It should be as easy as you should make it so easy for me to give money that these kids are, you know, that I could literally give it to the kids at hand. Mm -hmm. But now you got Thon. Fucking Don or Do or Don. It doesn't even make fucking sense. Yeah. I probably just lost every listener that I've ever had. But I I, uh... I feel like I'm making sense to somebody. Of course. Because what happens is you hide under the shield of good cause and then underneath you're a dick. Yeah. And then you go, well, I'm a dick who gives the cancer. It's like, yeah. I know I can separate the two. I can say good job on you and go fuck yourself.
2: My brother did Special Olympics for a long time. He has my younger brother has a uh, severe autism, so we would go. My mom would have us like support. And first of all, you're there all day. You never <laughs> see more people who like don't want to be somewhere. The mm. kids don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking siblings are pissed. It's really just for the parents. Yeah, it, you know,
0: and just to say uh, you went to the autism thing later at the family function. Yeah. Now you
2: have you ever gotten shit? Because I've heard you do jokes about your brother. No, do, not really. You never get shit. Not really. I mean, people might tense up about it, but it's definitely people who, like, don't have that experience, so I don't really care. But you did it on a late night show, right? Yeah. What show was it? You did it on Conan? Conan,
0: yeah. So you go on Conan, you do a joke about... It was about Special Olympics. Uh, yeah. So you do a joke about that. Did you ever... Because now we live in the world of, like, you know, you're going to get, like, comments. Yeah. Did you ever read comments where people were like, this is an evil thing? Or um, it's kind of, you know, kind of in the Thawn thing, the, the shield of cancer, the shield of my brother deals with this, so it's my own experience, kind of saves you in the good way. Yeah.
2: And actually, like, there was some... So there was one comment on YouTube that I read that, like, some girl was like, some people are saying the Special Olympics stuff made them uncomfortable, but I have a brother with a disability, and this, you know, mm-hmm. this bit made me feel better. So I, I think that's more of who the That's the... the and you feel better it, for but, that than worse for the other one. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Let's do some emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast. At gmail.com. Mike Racine's got a great podcast. It's brand new. You got to check it out. Called The Sit Down every Wednesday. Racine.Mike on Instagram. Go follow him, support him. So funny. You're going to love him. Boyfriend's friend. Okay. You're in a relationship.
2: Yeah, sure am. Very happy. (laughs) Lover, Couldn't ask for better. (laughs) Never met a better woman in my whole life.
0: You are the most honest uh, relationship reaction guy in the business. Thanks, because <laughs> you do. Because uh, most guys, if I said you're in a relationship, they would go right away. Yep, love it, great. But yeah. you just did the classic. I'm stuck here.
3: <laughs> no, I love, <laughs> respond, I'm, of you know, course. But yeah. like
0: those are healthier relationships, I think, than the Absolutely. one that jumps out in front. Tickle, tickle, feather, feather. This is a chick email, so uh, all the unnecessary details I'm about to put into this are about to cut into the feathering time. But you deserve to be feathered with the nicest feather from a b- best emotional support peacock there is. Thank you. Let's play some music. Yeah. Hamster. I would have fucking paid money to watch that. Anyway. It's a
2: great
0: scam, though. What?
2: If she, if she sues, that's a good scam.
0: Well, that's the problem. No, you know what? Spirit. I respect. I hate Spirit Airlines. I've taken it once, and I was like, never again. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do. We have this story for the news. Yeah, we could do this at the end. Let's talk. Okay, okay. Uh, let's talk about it at the end Sorry. because I. This is, it is worth talking about. It. Anywho, I'm having a real hard time breaking into my boyfriend's friend group. There's one chick in particular that I think is the keep. This keeper is a, a the, girl. That's right. There's a girl that wrote in. That's why we just played the music and the, the boyfriend's friend group there's one chick in particular that I think the keeper of the acceptance. I can tell she has a lot of pull with the group so I'm going to have her to befriend her. He is big into his friends and I know it's important for me to get along with them. He hasn't said anything but yeah I know this girl is not my biggest fan. Our boyfriends live together, so I see her a lot, but she still acts surprised to see me whenever I'm over. In the mornings when we're both leaving, she acts like I'm not even there. When I try to go uh, and wish her a good day, and it's not that she isn't a morning person. She's so thrilled and smiley to see my boyfriend. I have a few theories to explain her behavior. For one, there are a few... uh, they are a few years older than me, so I don't know if she just sees me as someone younger who she can't get along with. Second being, I knew my boyfriend for a few years before we started dating, strictly friends, and I know he has a history of not keeping girls around for too long. So I think there's a, uh, that's where her s- surprise act comes along uh, because she's actually surprised I'm still around. But, like, grow up, honey. Get with the times and get over it. It would also explain she treats me uh, like a shacker in the morning. Third, my boyfriend is the best. Uh, and now I'm taking away some of her attention and she does not like that. I have a lot of girlfriends. I love friendships and girls. So not li- like, not sure why the- I can't hack this one. So all wise J train, if you can make it through this email, can you tell me how to play this? Should I talk to him? Should I just try and suck up to her? Please help feather feather. What do you think of this?
3: Hmm. This
0: is tough. This is tough. This- uh, interesting though. I-, I wonder how I love how part- this email. Yeah. I wonder how far apart they
2: are in age. She said like three years, three years. Okay. Yeah, this girl might just be like, ah, he doesn't keep girls around, so I don't have to put the effort in. That could be her, you know? That's uh, That theory is stronger than people want to believe. Mm-hmm. I, I, as a guy who
0: um, has had, you know, been with a lot of women. No, yeah. as a guy who, but I, I've also had, like, the 10-month relationship a lot. Mm-hmm. So my friends have, to them, a 10-month relationship is seven days yeah. you know to them they're in, married and they're with kids so anytime i br- bring a girl around they're like okay, uh, okay i'm not yeah, yeah. they don't want to give the energy because they're not sure how serious this thing is yeah so that is a big deal i don't think that's her big deal i think this girl's hot mm. and the other girl is not
2: mm. and i think mm, okay.
0: her being around is and she's younger yeah. i think she's hotter
2: she could be threatened
0: I think it's threatening to her where she's been in a long-term relationship, and maybe their relationship isn't great, and she's kind of taking it out on her. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you can't drive other people's boats. Yeah. There's nothing she can do to change her feeling. No. And the more she tries, the more she pushes her
2: away and makes her feel... because. I was thinking maybe she should be more standoffish. Yes. She should ignore her.
0: I think she needs to go on with her life. Yeah. This is not making people your friends is never gonna work.
2: Never gonna work. It's yeah. just that you're you're gonna try too hard, you're gonna push too fast, yeah. and then it's never gonna come off the right way. Also, it's like your boyfriend will respect you more if you're just like, yeah, you know, I tried. I tried. Whatever. What
0: am I gonna do? Yeah. I'm hot, I'm cool. Yeah. Her problems aren't with me, it's with herself. Mm-hmm. Because that's usually what people's problems are. We don't yeah. hate and oh! We we don't hate other that was my sneeze. Um I we don't hate other people. Yeah. We hate ourselves. Yeah. So we see things in them that make us feel uncomfortable mm. and that's why we take it out on them. Mm. We could say that about a lot of comedy people we know. The things that we get angry about or the you know the things that we see in ourselves. Yeah. So for this girl where she says I'm younger, I'm with the guy who's Used to be a playboy. Yeah. So he gets with hot chicks. So I'm imagining that this chick is hot. She's locked down the hot dude playboy, which means she's a hot chick and she's got a lot to offer. And this girl's in her relationship. Not, not and, and, well. and, mm-hmm. and And also long term hasn't progressed. And it's got to suck for a girl to see the new girl get the better treatment. And they're in the same level of... Girls compete with their levels of relationships, Mm -hmm. okay? And this isn't fair. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's the reality, okay? I don't get mad at the rain. I bring an umbrella, Mm -hmm. okay? So girls compete. So girl at the brunch table who's married is the winner, holds up the ring to show everybody. The single girl's the loser. I disagree. For guys, that is not the case. It's reverse. Single guy's the winner. Married dude, shut the fuck up. I don't care about your story about doing the laundry. Right. So, for this girl, where these two girls are competing with their levels of relationships, she's a three year vet. Yeah. Probably no same, ring. Probably no. Uh, no ring, and, and they're
2: not living together. So and they're right? not
0: living together. Yeah. She's still not living with her boyfriend. Yeah. She's still not engaged. So she's got all this pent up aggression that she's taking out on you because you're the new the new buck that came into town that's getting better treatment than her, mm-hmm. and you're still in AAA together. Right. You both. She's stuck in AAA with you, right. and you're the new one that's rising to the majors, probably. Right. And she right. might still be in AAA. She's not getting promoted. Not getting promoted. Yeah. So all that shit's going on in her head mm-hmm. and right now i'm telling you so you're better off playing your own ball game yeah and and being cool with your boyfriend i wouldn't say anything to the boyfriend i'd just be yeah, like yeah. and and it's not even that you have to say something i would look at the boyfriend i go i don't know yeah maybe she has a problem with me but i, I can't be bothered yeah and i know she's yeah, not your problem your your boyfriend's friends are important to him but you know who's not that important to him the girlfriend of his friend right so, yeah, she might be the decision maker of some sort. Yeah, because she fucks your boyfriend's friend. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're more fun than her, her boyfriend's going to go, what the fuck is wrong with you? She's cool. Yeah. And it's going to enrage her even more. But at some point, she's going to have the group will abide. She's going to have to come to the group, and the group isn't going to come to her. Right. podcast at gmail.com. podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're sponsor people. Love the sponsor. Mattress Firm. You know why I like Mattress Firm? Why? Because I want listen, a new bed. What's that? I want a new bed. Do you? Yeah. Well, you go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. You can get a new bed.
2: Okay. Here's what there's out there right now. Okay. You got. This neoliberal hell with the, like, uh, you know, all those little pop up companies. Well, this is
0: what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. This is why I like Mattress Firm. They're an old school company.
2: Mattress is a place you go. There's a guy, right, in like a in like a short sleeve dress shirt, yep, and a tie, that yep. it's unbuttoned. That he's like, "Hey, my name's Bill. What can I do for you?" I'm the been, mattress professional. I've been selling mattresses nine
0: nine hundred years. Nine hundred years. That's the thing. Thirty years in this business. <laughs> mattress firm has actual stores that you can go test out the best. Yeah. With these newfangled companies, they send you a box, and the mattress pops out. And oh you get to look cool with one boomerang for 45 for for an hour. Yeah. And then what happens? You sleep like shit for 10 yeah. years yeah. on a shitty mattress. Right. This with mattress firm since they have places you can go and test them out. Go to the store, have an interaction with people. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it bring it old school. Get in the car, go on out to mattress firm. And also you can go online and and here's the beauty, go online, look at all the ones you like. Mm-hmm. You can go Sit on it, then come home, buy it all. You yeah. can buy on your phone, use the deals. Yeah, yeah. And fuck
2: the 90 year guy, the, the 30 year vet. Yeah. <laughs> so. Cause that guy's gonna just go back to talk to his manager and yeah. just, he's gonna drink a coffee and be like, all right, I got him to
0: I got him down. I got him down. So mattress from America's neighborhood mattress store let your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. More mattresses than they are more than mattress experts. <laughs> yeah, <it's> Sal, <laughs> the mattress expert. I went to a mattress place once, and the guy was in a white coat, like he was a lab technician. Where was that? (laughs) It was in Boston. And I I just remember being like, uh, you know, what training do you have to go through? Mm, Yeah. (laughs) So listen, go to mattressroom.com slash podcast to see what deals are happening right now. As I read the sentence to you, here's what they offer. 120 night sleep trials to ensure perfection. 120 night low price guarantee. So, you know, they paid the perfect price. Again, go to mattressroom.com slash podcast to learn how your sleeping could be monumentally approved. Go check it out here with Mike Racine at Racine
2: on Instagram. We don't get to see salesmen anymore, really. That's not a thing nowadays. Not as much Good lost art.
0: It's also, I, I think sales etiquette is is a little bit uh, transparent now. Like, okay. you know when someone's trying to, try to sell you. Yeah, yeah. Like, and also markets are more efficient. Yeah. So, like, you uh, used to go shop for a car. Yeah. And the person would be like, you can't get a deal like this anywhere. Yeah. And yeah. you'd be like, I got to believe this dude. Right. Now, <laughs> pull out your phone. Pull out your phone. Yeah, yeah. And you go, I'm looking at this in Florida. Yeah. I'm in Massachusetts. This is in Florida. Yeah, it's tough. Um, you're lying really right to people people my face anymore yeah. nowadays. Well, that's kind <laughs> of
2: the, the, the lost art of grifting. Lost art of grifting. You yeah.
0: know, like that's kind of sad. Yeah. That's why China was so like when I went to China, mm-hmm. it was so um is actually you're brought back to a better time of grifting. Mm-hmm. Like just the the idea that you could like like that like people could just be kicked out of their business Yeah. or you could just start you know, you could go to China. You could take a business here. What people do in China, is when I, and I said this, and they're like, that's what people do. You could start looking at a business here like, I don't know, like, you know, mattress firm. And you'd be like, wow, mattress firm, that's a great thing they do here. I'm going to go to China and just start firm mattress, you know, yeah. and then now it is. Chipotle hypothetical. You ready? Let's do a hypothetical. Omelet Omelet overload. Hope you appreciate this lighthearted hypothetical. You're standing in a long line at Chipotle and the person in front of you is a little cute. Let's say an 8-8 eight, eight, question mark. We have a rating system here on the podcast, face, body, personality. Guys or girls can use it. 8-8, yeah. eight, face, eight body, question mark, personality.
3: Mm.
0: As you start to fantasize about your life together, they order and you decided to base their personality rating completely on their order. What type of Chipotle order is going to get a higher ranking and what type will get is getting a lower one? For me, it's all about seeing a lot of color in the bowl slash burrito. When I see a bowl that is all beige, white rice, uh, white rice, chicken, cheese, I envision a life of having to put up with a picky loser. Mm. Color equals a life of tapas and laughter. Let me know what you think. P.S. Being uh, been loving the OKPs lately. Keep get Lisa Traeger on again soon. She is booked again. She'll be back uh, maybe for the live podcast in New York City. Maybe. Nice. So what do you think? What's a good... What's a, a what's a good Chipotle
2: order? What's a bad Chipotle? Order? I mean, if she gets guac, she's bad with money. So you can't marry her. <laughs> she just th- th- she can throw she's throwing money away. Frivolous. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Good Chipotle order. What do you
0: think? I would say here's the answer. Yeah. Okay. I want to see a girl. Here, here's the girl that How I, I want. to Chipotle take. tacos are a ripoff. If you're getting Chipotle tacos, that's the worst one.
2: Yeah, that's the worst.
0: If you're getting the Chipotle tacos, get the fuck out of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because mm-hmm. not only, because the, you, you didn't come to rice. Chipotle to be
2: healthy. Yeah.
0: You came to Chipotle because you're like, fuck my life. I'm taking a huge dump at some point. Yeah. And you didn't do it for the three tacos with the lime that you're squeezing on like you're fucking emerald. Yeah. You're, at Chipotle. you're yeah Chipotle. You're sucker a sucker, and you're
2: getting grifted.
0: <laughs> and you're getting grifted. That's the new grift. Yeah. Here's what I would say is the, the boss order. Okay. Okay? It's the burrito. Here's what I want to see someone order at Chipotle. Okay? I want to see you get the, like, as a chick. Like, I want to see a chick, hot fucking chick. And then mm. she goes through the line, and she gets a burrito with everything in it. Like to the point where she's adding things that don't normally go. Hey, can you throw some chips mm-hmm. in the burrito? Oh, wow. that's a that's what I do. I put chips do in the that? burrito. That's good. No, I, I
2: just thought of it. But if I saw yeah. a girl do it, my mouth would drop. Mm-hmm. I would be like, she's putting chips. That might be extra though. That's a great. Oh man, that's a great idea.
0: But that's a great idea. Four like, crunch. oh, throw. Can you just throw four, four chips, yeah. chips in the burrito? Like if I watched her do that, I might do that after we. I done. would have the tray in front of my groin. Yeah. Because I'd be so fucking hard. Yeah. And you know, like like if she's doing I want to see moves. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Because if we're at the Chipotle, that means I'm a little hungover. I'm taking a day off. Mm-hmm. And I want to know that that girl is too. Because yeah. listen, we all we all want someone you can who's do healthy. Chipotle when and you're trying to eat isn't. healthy
2: though. What's that? You can do Chipotle when you're trying to eat healthy. You do a chicken um bur- you know, burrito bowl or a Sure,
0: sure, sure, right, sure. But then the how
2: wish. are you I'd
0: rather the way I live life is extreme it's an extreme. Yeah. So it's it's either this is a healthy day. Yeah. Or my brother and I we'd be like it's a wash. Yeah, yeah. When we lived together, we'd be yeah. we'd look at each other, it would be a morning time, we would both be hungover, and I'd go are we eating healthy? And he'd go I don't know, are we eating healthy? And then I'd go I don't know are we eating healthy? And then he'd go I don't know are we eating healthy and then he'd go is it a wash? And yeah. I go, it's a wash. Yeah, and then yeah. we'd go to Chipotle, put chips in the burrito, get a Coca-Cola, really fucking do it up. And then come home and hug a pillow and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. That's the move. Yeah. So when I'm there, I want to know that th- th- who would I connect with? Mm. I want to connect with someone who's there for the same reasons as me where they've completely given up. Right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Let's do. Ooh. I slept with my best friend. Need help moving relationship forward. Hey, J Train, lady listener. I went out with a group of friends over for New Year's, including my guy, best friend. We met over three years ago through work and have been close ever since. I'm 26. He's 27. He's extremely good looking, incredibly thoughtful and an overall great catch A nine, nine, eight. Wow. Wow. But I wouldn't have dared cross the line due to our friendship. Towards the end of our night, him and I took the dance floor. He pulled me to start dancing on him. I didn't think much of it until he started getting handsy. kissing, Kiss my cheek, which then led to us making out. We, we left the bar, went to a friend's house, then ended our night back at my place. Sorry, how long have they been friends? Does it say? Three years ago. Okay. Uh, another makeout session ensued, which then led to us having sex. I feel like there was chemistry between us. Yeah, you might have been.
3: Penis Didn't
0: feel vagina. awkward. While everything was happening, he said, Don't you ever notice that the way I look at you? Ooh. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Let's just see where this thing's can go from here. Even I love you. Uh oh. Sounds like he might have had some cocaine. Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> left me he left me with a kiss <laughs> and Cocaine's saying you would text it. Yeah, <laughs> a couple days went by, no text. Yeah, that's uh, I do I know this guy? I decided to text him, inviting him to a hockey game to which he agreed. I was planning to talk uh, talk to him, but what uh, about what happened on New Year's, but couldn't work up the confidence, courage, courage to do so. Our outing the game wasn't any different from our hangouts prior. My question is, should I ask him what happened between us? If so, how should I bring it up and talk to him about it without ruining the friendship? He means a lot to me. I wouldn't mind exploring the possibility of a relationship, but also don't want to ruin things to be ruined if rejected.
2: What do you think? It sounds like they could have a great relationship. Yeah, you know. They obviously like each other. They they've been friends for a long time. It's very um, weird
0: though that he said I love you. Uh, no, the I love you thing isn't that weird. I can throw that away. Yeah. Girls might listening to this might be like, "What?"
2: Yeah. No,
0: I can throw that away. Um what I can't throw away is the idea that they yeah, have We've sex. all been in,
2: inside somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying let it let it out.
0: I like the fact that they had sex, then went to a hockey game, and it was just not brought up. Mm-hmm. And she didn't feel comfortable after having yeah, this like nice didn't... experience. That's weird. Yeah, the "I love you" thing is that's the headline that people will concentrate on. But I really don't care about that as much because that's him in in the moment, feeling it, being like, and then he came, and he was like, "What the fuck did I just do?" Yeah. So, but the idea that he came with you, and then you're sitting there being like. This is great. We're yeah. best friends. What's the deal? She's right to wonder. Right.
3: Right.
2: If I'm her... He might not want to mess up the friendship either, because it's like, you know, you're friends with somebody, then you hook up, and then you're kind of like... Don't you, you know, think the friendship head, he is, is a lie like, anyways?
0: It's already over. Yeah, it could be. She's sitting there being like, oh, I don't want the things to get ruined if rejected. Mm-hmm. You're being rejected right now. You had sex. He's not admitting to having sex. That's a rejection of sorts. Yeah. And then going back to being friends with you. Yeah. So... The fact that they met three years ago and through work yeah. and have been close ever since, yeah. this friendship was had, you know, you were into each other anyways.
2: Right. I had a, a friend a few years ago and we're still really good friends and uh, she's a comic and I always like really liked her a lot mm. and um, one day we're just like hanging out, we got lunch and we went back to her apartment and she like tapped me on the shoulder mm. and she was like, oh, what are you doing the rest of the day? And I was like, I hey, don't touch me. I got real uncomfortable. <laughs> really? Because it's a weird thing where it's like you like this person so much, but then you don't wanna you don't wanna get into.
0: Anytime you're friends with someone and then you have sex, you have to rate the idea of what do I get? What will I get more out of? Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, right. You have to be like, okay, is this friendship something I'm getting something out of? I am I getting a friendship out of this? Yeah. Or was I getting nothing? Was that friendship all in service of me getting sex with this person? Mm-hmm. And. You know, that's a horrible way to think about it, but it's also the truth. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know it until after. Sometimes you're like, oh shit, we had sex and um, that whole flirt was a flirt yeah. and not a friendship. Yeah. So. Sounds like she likes him though. This is the problem. The yeah. problem is she's sitting, you know, I can't see her sitting the rest of her life with this guy as a friend, never admitting to the sex. Mm-hmm. So I think what she needs to do, Is I would say to him, listen, I had a great time the other night. I would forget the I love you part.
3: Yeah.
0: So do me that favor, okay? I'm gonna give you advice, but like, don't get into the I love you stuff because when you in the pussy, you (laughs) you just you just say some stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So, but I'm saying, don't. If you concentrate on the I love you thing, you're gonna go and you go, but you said you loved me. Mm -hmm. That's gonna he's gonna be like, nah, whoa, 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 this thing's on fire. I gotta run away from the fire. Yeah, yeah. You need to be like, hey. I had a great time. I would send it over text. We, we have the luxury of being able to hide from behind our phones. Sure. I would send him a text just being like, hey, um, I had a really fun night the other night. Uh, I feel like we get along as friends. Um, and now we've added this other element. And I'd like to see where this could go.
2: Yeah. Uh, let me That's know. That's a good way to put it. And he could get back and be like, listen, that he, he might get back with two options. Because when she says, I'd like to see where this could go, that yeah. doesn't mean that doesn't mean I want to be your girlfriend. No. Uh, yeah.
0: That's yeah. you saying, listen, <laughs> we, we've we gone to a different level. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to see what this level can be. Yeah. Not, you've had sex with me, I've signed the contract, now you have to break up with me. Yeah, yeah. Because he guys just don't want to be... Guys are constantly put in the position to dump, and we don't want to dump. Yeah. So you put them in a position to re-engage or... Stay what you are, but at least it's been talked about. Mm -hmm. So you say, hey, I had a great time. Let him know you had a lot of fun. Um, I want to see where this could go. If not, totally fine. Just want to get that out there so I'm not thinking about this all the time. And then he'll write back, "Uh, uh, you know, I had fun too. He'll definitely say I had fun too. And then it'll be either, I just don't want to ruin the friendship, which is him saying... I don't see us ever being in a relationship. Yeah. And you should say, fine. And then you should kind of pull away, but still be friends, but be friendly more than friends.
3: Yeah.
0: Or he says, let's go out. And at that Mm -hmm. point, you need to go out on a date. You it can't think. be, and, and that's going to be a little awkward at first, because you're like, oh, we're friends, and now we're at a dinner, and now it's so dressed up, yeah. but you need to restart. You need to have like a fresh- go to the Olive Garden. Go to the Olive Garden, whole wheat pasta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to have that moment where you're like, okay, now we've reengaged in a new, more honest sexual partner way, instead of- Hey, buddy, you know, knock on the chin, you know, that type of thing. J Train Podcast. You almost have to start from zero. A little bit. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more email and then we'll get to the news. Uh, Here with Mike Racine at Racine.Mike on Instagram. Go follow him, support him. Uh, The Sit Down every Wednesday. That's a new podcast. Go check it out. I want to do this one. What's up, J Train? Long-time listener. Uh, third-time emailer, I believe. I'm pretty sure the first two emails I sent you in the past were trash, so no offense taken. Anyways, big fan, Feather Feather. <coughs> a little uh, background on me. I'm a 26-year-old dude who moved back to his hometown of Chicago a few months after a messy breakup with a long-term girlfriend. Chicago, April 22nd. Get your tickets now. Zanies, go to their website. I've been doing uh, the regular the regular newly single thing being back here, a.k.a. getting loaded and trying to hook up with anything that walks. Well, it's definitely been a lot of fun, I'd like to focus more on quality than quantity now. I'm not necessarily on the hunt for a girlfriend, but would like to start focusing on meeting girls that I can at least see myself going in that direction. Every guy writes this. Yeah, 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 of course we don't want a girlfriend. Yeah, we yeah. want to fuck one girl while being able to talk to many. Mm-hmm. And that's the shitty reality of life Is that that's not how it works Anyways reason I'm emailing Is that there's this girl That my friends and I hang out with occasionally Solid 889 I'm interested She's a cool girl All my friends are huge fans of And have urged me to go for The problem though Is that I can't find a solid opening To have a conversation with her While we're out I'm not looking to pull her away From the group or anything like that I just want to find a way To engage her in a conversation Have some banter To hopefully break the Peak her interest Well, I've obviously mentioned that she's well-liked by everyone. She's a bit more uh, reserved and really only speaks when she's acknowledged. Not totally uncommon for a Midwestern girl, but I'm just not used to that considering I just moved back here. That being said, I'm still new to some of the people that my high school friends hang out with now, including her. She essentially knows nothing about me other than the fact that I'm the guy who showed up randomly in the summer and is still here. I usually don't have an issue when it comes to talking to girls. I've repeatedly had a problem figuring out with her. And it's getting frustrating. Is it a case of being in my own head and now throwing my, uh, myself off my game? I'd usually rely on my friends, but they're u- more useless than shit-flavored lollipop. For reference to what I'm dealing with, my brother thought I was, it was a smart idea to let tell this girl's roommate that I had a crush on her, meaning that <laughs> the girl I'm interested in. What when we this, were out grade? together this past weekend, we're 26 and he used the word crush. Not my idea. I know girls talk, so now I'm afraid this girl thinks I'm a total fucking loser and have a crush on her at the age of 26. with uh, the good work, man. Any w- uh, Jewish wisdom uh, you could impart would be greatly appreciated. What do you think?
2: Hmm. Um... He likes this girl, but he he doesn't. I don't I don't understand what what we're doing.
0: Here's what he needs to do. The yeah. problem is you can't, um, half fuck a pig. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's trying to half fuck pigs. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, and you can tell by the way he wrote the email. He said, "I'm looking. I I, I want to go down the direction of a girlfriend, but I'm not really looking mm-hmm. for a girlfriend." And it's yeah, like, yeah. dude. He just, my man. Just trying to smash. <laughs> he is trying to smash. Yeah. But he also says he claims he's looking for something quality. Mm. He sees this girl who he considers quality to mm. him. But he has he's also you can't be afraid to put yourself in a position to. Girls are put them are afraid to get hurt, mm-hmm. and guys are afraid to do the hurting. Yeah. So what he's trying to do is actively avoid ever breaking up with this girl down the line. Right. You can't live that way, man. Yeah. You got to you got to jump in the water, you got to fuck the pig or you don't. Right. Okay? So my point to this is to say, and this is my advice to him, trust lo- the the trust the old saying, loose lips sink ships, okay? This girl knows you have a thing for her, and the longer you wait to say something, the more of a pussy cr- guy who uses the word crush she'll think you are. Right. So you and guys out there, if there's someone in the group and you're having trouble talking to them, of course you're having trouble talking. There's so much pressure. And then when you do go talk to her, everyone's going to go, ooh, turns into Save by the bell. Yeah. So now what you need to do, you got to send her a text. Get her number from one of your friends. Hey, this is the text. Write it down, people. Hey, so-and-so gave me your number. They thought we'd get along great. I know we've seen each other out, but I never really got to hang out with you. Would love to go get drinks. Yeah. Let me know when you're free. Boom. Done. Yeah. She's going to get back to you and go, Hey, I've heard. I know it's so weird. We never talk, but I always see you. Uh, I'm free next week. And then you make a fucking plan. Mm -hmm. And because this whole email is you trying to find a way out of first date. Yeah. You're trying to find a way into random. We fuck first, then we meet. That's not the way it's going to go with this girl. You the random we fuck first, then we meet. That is a gift from God for guys. Right. right. That doesn't doesn't happen. happen very much. That doesn't. Yeah. You can't force that. When you're looking to engage with someone that you found an interest in, I had a girl last night. I'll tell a quick story. End of the podcast. If you're still listening, sure. I'm at the cellar. I'm about to start hosting the 11:30 show. I'm telling the manager. I'm like, you know, the show from Boston. We had all those people, and the manager Val. She's like, you know, a friend of mine. And I'm like, I'm like, there. I I go. I feel like the podcast hit another level. Like we got all these listeners. I was like, it's, uh, you know, the the one in Boston, we had like 100, I was like, the Village Underground, the one we're doing is already at this and this reservation. I was like, she's like, and then she starts making fun of me, which she absolutely should. She's like, oh, you're so famous now. Because at the cellar, you know, she's hanging out with Chris Rock. You know, she sees the most famous people. Yeah. And I'm telling the her. All yeah, the sees yeah. all the heavy hitters. And, and, and I'm sitting there about to host. Yeah. And she's like, and I'm telling her like, oh my God, it's hit another level. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm going. Uh, but she doesn't know how bad the team's doing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a small wins are wins. Yeah. So and she goes, you're so famous. Ooh. She goes, can I get an autograph? You know, giving yeah. me shit, which hilarious. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's like, we're standing next to other girl walks in, and she goes, Jared. Yeah. And I go, hey. She goes, oh my god, huge fan. This is right in front of her after making fun of me, and I'm like, and she's cute, and like I was like, oh, this is a hot fucking shit. But with a dude. So I introduce myself. I say, hey, what's up? I'm Jared. Nice to meet you. And then I go, you got to meet the dude. You know, you ever have a girl come to you after a show and you're like, I got to shake this dude's hand yeah, just to of let course. him know. Yeah, yeah. Shake his hand. I'm like, okay, they're on a date, but that's cool. Goes in the show. Really? and I- I'm not stealing you. <laughs> I'm not, not stealing your bitch. Not here to se- <laughs> get your dick wet. Yeah. yeah. Not trying to get any acorns wet. Girl reaches out to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, I feel like we're meant to be,
0: you know, this. Oh, scent- so
2: you were her Aziz, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. No. Well, come on, <laughs> you have some tact. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do the quill. It's crazy. All these nerds who are getting laid now—they don't know how to.
0: Well, that's that's the thing no one's talking about, really. Yeah. It's nerds, nerds. given power, and they don't. They to them. Power equals women, mm-hmm. so they think they deserve women. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot... You know, why don't you see... You don't see a lot of, like... You, I mean, not to say... You see bad people from every background. Of course. But I'm saying in comedy, people are like, oh, why are all these comedians? Because there's a bunch of nerds You yeah. got to fucking... You're getting, a, you're getting a taste of the goods. Mm-hmm. And they think... They're, and they're transactional. They think... Right. And I. And this is
2: the reason that cool guys have kept power from you, because you can't handle it. You didn't
0: know it. how to handle it.
2: Yeah. And, you know, f- you know for me...
0: I just want to meet a girl with a great
2: person Yeah, Yeah, so, yeah. You know wait, can I just say real quick? What bugs me so much is this uh, this cosplay shit when girl, when a girl would be like, look at me, I'm sexy Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Why does, does vag- that bother you? <laughs> it's just, what, the fucking pussy's not, the, the tits and the vagina's not good enough? You need her to dress up like the Hulk? I, <laughs> what is wrong with you? She-Hulk. <laughs> I I can't stand, I really can't stand it. Well, uh, to to my point, yeah. this girl
0: messaged me and now I'm at a point where it's like I gotta go out with this our crazy night who was the
2: guy she was on a date or some loser she's yeah, leaving sure. him for me sure so, so, sorry so. buddy that's the hate the game not the player <laughs> hit
0: the skins. yeah yeah yeah
2: so <laughs> hit the showers get back uh, yeah. get
0: back out there yeah, get back out start there. swiping again what are you gonna Your do girl's mine yeah no I'm kidding we've all been that guy we've, and we've all been, been yeah yeah, you know, yeah you, it yeah. goes both ways yeah, yeah. so but back to the point of the email the crazy night that I could have had with this girl already left the fucking station. Uh-huh. That was the night before where she goes, Jared, I'm a big fan. And then we go out, we get drunk, we have fun. Yeah. But the boyfriend was in the way or whatever the dude whatever she was, was with. Now I'm on the track. She messages me and I can do, hey, let's meet out late night. But that's it me her saying, husband. They have two kids. You're yeah. about to like
2: destroy
0: <laughs> a family. <laughs> but there's a re-engage moment. It yeah. was where I'm saying to this guy, he's got to send the text. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to take you out.
2: Mm-hmm. Because you've missed the this the... girl has a retarded kid at home. And you're gonna fuck like <laughs> next, like in his room while he's in therapy. But he sh- he's got to text her. We give <laughs> yeah. it advice. Jay yeah. Mike Racine, thank you for
0: coming on. Oh, thanks for having me, buddy. I really at appreciate it. Racine dot Mike on Instagram. Um, let's do one news. The- let's go back to that news story because I-, I do think it's interesting.
1: So here's the girl. First of all, she is a 21 year old. College student named Bellin Aldacosia.
0: Well, here's her first mistake with getting any like sympathy from the world. No one gives a shit about twenty year, one year old college student yeah, with a
2: problem. That's true.
0: No one gives a shit. You could be like, you know, it's you a could, tough world out there,
2: kids. Yeah, yeah.
0: Sorry, your gerbil. Yeah. Couldn't make it on the flight.
2: I know.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. so she brings a gerbil, right? I'll start off. First, okay, with some backstory that I don't think is being included in like the Twitter moment. Okay, please. So she lives in Texas, but she transferred to a school in Pennsylvania to play volleyball. During her first semester, she was lonely and developed a like hamster a, fetish over like a, a, bigger than a golf ball size growth in her neck. Oh. <laughs> that can uh, wait a minute. You can get a, a growth in your neck from from loneliness. And she was like stressed. It's the, I don't like. Okay, so all right, okay. She was freaking out about it, so she went to Petco and bought the hamster. She didn't, and they got like a eventually got a doctor's note to like say this is an emotional support. Hamster. Who are the doctors giving out these notes? The same ones giving out the weed cards, probably. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> like how? There was the emotional support of peacock and that was like, yeah. don't you
0: like pack your peacock and be like, okay, uh, the, the problem is I don't think these don't people, yeah. none of these people have ever had a friend ball bust with them. Mm-hmm. It never feels like they have no shame to walk out of the house with a peacock on a leash yeah. with a vest on it to tell people like no one has ever been like, you're a fucking pussy. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Yeah, I've had people telling me I'm a pussy my whole fucking life. How is there not where we need? Everyone should have. If you
2: go for an emotional support animal, that's not a dog. Is it different for girls because they have they have more emotions? Someone should. T- What's know. the ver- the female version of being <laughs> somebody, called a pussy? Somebody <laughs> posted this on Facebook. The other night. some girl goes, uh, "If I hear one more male comic do a joke about porn, I'm gonna like jump off a bridge." And I go, "Yeah, all you lady comics are so fucking complex and original." <laughs> <laughs> You really don't. You Getting
0: really. You really go out,
2: out there on Facebook. I love bullying people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: right. uh, so so this girl went and got a hamster because of this whole thing. It turns out that
0: how do you find the vest the size of the hamster? Yeah, I don't know. Where who's making the vest for these emotional support dogs?
2: Probably also, it's Etsy. It's a fucking hamster. You got an
0: Etsy
1: a hamster.
2: Well, <laughs> it's why the whole it- industry of emotional support vests? Yeah. Why is the airline's policy so stringent, though? It's like all you have to do is put no, it in they, a bag they, or No, they, they said no they rodents. Think.
1: So okay. she was flying Spirit Airlines yeah. back to Texas to kind of deal with this whole growth thing, I think. Okay. She's going to withdraw from school. I think she found out it was benign, but it's still like a... So, so she would, had a health concern. It would stress me out. Yeah, yeah, of course. So she gets there, and the Spirit Airline people allegedly tell her, you can't bring that on, which... I get, but they allegedly said, why don't you go flush it down the toilet? <laughs> and they're denying that they said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
2: I heard what happened was they moved her to a later flight. They did. Like
1: four hours later. They got Since her a later flight. Here's how I read it,
2: okay?
0: They got her a later flight. They said, listen, do what you can with your pet. Get someone to pick it up. Figure out. You figure it out. Yeah. And she took that as, and the, and Spirit is denying. Yeah. Here's what I like about Spirit.
1: Here's what they're doing right. They are say they're putting it on her. Yeah. I love that. But also here's like kinda why this prob this stuff probably happens a lot, but here's why it went kind of viral. Mm. She actually went into the bathroom yeah. at the airport and flushed this thing down the toilet. <laughs> and she was crying. crying. She said I was in the stall for ten if minutes. She
0: needed emotional support
1: already. Yeah. So <laughs> that's where I lose. Like even if I was gonna get on the flight. I would just. She said she'd rather put it in the toilet than can't let it run hide free it? and have it freeze out. I in the would bowl. just leave it on the chair in the yeah, terminal yeah, yeah. and go. Hopefully, goodbye. something happens. Not all oh, drown this. Th- like goodbye, yeah, hamster. Bad decision making on her part. So. Goodbye, you just hope pork that chop. Thing
2: died quickly. Like you hope it didn't suffer anything.
1: <laughs> it's funny that everyone feels worse for the hamster yeah. than they do the kid.
2: Yeah, yeah of course. The kid
0: is. Un- you can't feel sympathy for her. No, you can't. Hard. I don't yeah. at all. Because she was given, here's what it is. She was given a problem to solve and she failed the problem solving thing. And that's okay. We fail things in life. But to then blame it on spirit being like, well, you told me to do that. Even if they did tell
2: her to do that. You didn't have the, the fortitude yeah, to be like, just, no. It, it could have just been some stressed out, like, gated. You're like, yeah. I don't know, flush down the fucking toilet <laughs> yeah. for all I care. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think. Some, some guy who makes like 11 bucks an hour. He's you know, like, 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 fucking some, deal. He's looking yeah, at Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's, also,
0: she's like this blonde 21 year old college guy. I don't know what the fuck. It would not
1: yeah, yeah. go viral. We just gave you another fucking flight already. Yeah. It, would not, uh, it would not go viral if she was not hot. Let's right. be honest. Yeah, she I is think hot. I think, yeah. But we will he say he was a that. volleyball player. Yeah, college yeah, 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 volleyball player.
0: So, but the other thing is some, some
1: divorce,
2: some single mom, <laughs> like that works at the gate. It's Spirit <laughs> It's
0: just Like I have fucking bills to pay. Yeah, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. Here's what I'll say about Spirit, and here's what we all need to do. I was talking about this with someone last night. Do you have Spirit's public? Uh, what they wrote, the way Spirit said it. I, is the way we need to stop. We need to stop apologizing because mm-hmm. if I was talking with this about uh, with Schultz last night and with Des Bishop, Andrew Schultz, <laughs> we got to stop being. A, but you know, if 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 Spirit comes out and goes, hey, we're really sorry. Um, we don't want any, we're obviously against the animal torture. I got that. Yeah, yeah. you have this. But they wrote, the way they wrote this statement is the way people need to start coming out with their people who are offended. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah.
2: this isn't a, this is again a story about people being offended because people are, you know, read. And that's the thing, Jared. I mean, like people who are offended, they just, they're not bigger in numbers. They just make the most noise. This is
0: what, so, but when, but when, if Spirit had apologized, then it would have said, that's in innately saying we're wrong. Yeah. We are hamster killers. Right. But the way they said it, it was perfect. It was pitch in spirit does nothing right. This they did right. Right, right.
1: What did they write? After researching this incident, we can say confidently that at no point did any of our agents suggest this guest or any other for that matter should flush or otherwise injure an animal. It is incredibly disheartening to hear this guest reportedly decided to end her own pet's life
0: see what they did there
1: yeah yeah yeah. they go here's what happened hey Here. my fucking problem and
2: they said <laughs> they threw it right on her hey we're sorry she's Spirit, a murderer spirit's like the black um mta worker that doesn't care that your <laughs> card's not working she's yeah like, that is not my problem sir yeah. get a new credit card yeah 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 that's uh, but their
0: statement's perfect it's 275
2: perfect. sir yeah just yelling
0: 275 <laughs> yeah yeah 275 You're like yeah. alright I respect you yeah, yeah. And it, but what Spirit did they basically they said we're not gonna apologize we didn't tell anyone to fucking murder their animal and uh, we're sorry she did yeah sorry
1: sorry you did that yeah I kinda get a dog if you had that cause if, if someone,
0: someone murdered their dog I'm sorry Spirit would be, but no <laughs> one told you that <laughs> <laughs> yeah if, if someone murdered their dog Spirit would not be taking off today yeah
1: all right or like even to have one i kind of get that like there's like an nba game in portland and like it kind of went viral that a girl had an emotional support monkey with At her the game. But it was like, again, these emotional support vest making companies are killing it. She had like, if I had anxiety and I was going to like a basketball game and like all this, like <laughs> yeah, I don't right. understand. I'd have more
0: anxiety having the if monkey. If I than
1: had monkey. the monkey, it have to like take care of it and everybody's now looking at me and taking pictures. You got to find
0: was- a fucking booth that sells bananas. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking stressful. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelby on all platforms. Mike Racine. Thank you for coming on. That's at how Ra- Deb should
2: start introducing me, her emotional support monkey.
0: Yes. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Racine.Mike on Instagram, the sit down every Wednesday. I'm Jared Free, J Train56 on Twitter and Snapchat, at Jared Free on Instagram. We'll be back next episode. Boom.